is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, y'all. This is the live recording of episode number 106 of the Better Life, Better Work show. I'm Allison Crow, your favorite life and business coach. Soulful CEOs are who I work with. And um, I'm recording live on Facebook and on YouTube. I keep trying to record live on LinkedIn, but they know I don't take them seriously. Um, So today what we're talking about is three of the critical tools that I use for life and business support. Um, If you are here live, say hi. Now, here's the thing. Facebook, through this um, tool that I'm using to create my video and my recording, Facebook will not let me see your comments if you're on my personal profile. But if you come over to my page, my business page, which is the same name as my personal profile, then I can see your comments and I'll say hi. (laughs) Um, So today what we're talking about is... The tool, the three critical tools I use for my life and business support. Um, even though 2020 has been a weird effing year, weird, weird. There's all kinds of memes out there that are say hello to my coworkers. They're all here today. All three of my coworkers are here: Leroy, Clementine, and Rocky. Rocky is snoring. Leroy is guarding out the window, and Clementine is. Um, under the desk asking to be petted. (laughs) Um, So even though life has been really weird, it has been an amazing business year, lots of growth. One of my friend coaches, um, I I talk with my friend Kay every other week and we kind of cross coach each other. And she's like, your mindset is different. Something is different. And I was like, yep, I'm becoming CEO. I'm switching to CEO mindset. And so even though it's been crazy, and you know that even though it's crazy, it's totally possible for you to have a completely banger 2020. Despite all the malarkey, despite all the stress, despite all the uncertainty, it is totally possible for you to look up on January 1st and go, how the hell did that goodness happen in the midst of all this chaos? Um, Before I get into my three things... I want to acknowledge just some little joys. So one of my little joys, I know podcast people that you're listening. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast. I don't even get to know who you are unless you say something about it. So it's kind of this mystery, at least when I'm on... um, when I'm on Facebook Live, I can see people's comments and um, see their hellos and go back. And you guys who listen on the podcast are such a treasure to me. So number one, that's a treasure to me. Um, I didn't, for years, I've been doing this podcast for over three years and I, I you know, I kind of check the stats, but not hardcore. And then every once in a while, I go in and I'm like, what? 
that many people listen to my podcast this month. So I think there was something I went to go look for July. And it was amazing to see how many people were listening to old podcasts in July, right? So if you're a creator out there, remember that a lot of your audience isn't there live when you're creating. A lot of your audience comes another day. So that's one of my joys, my podcast listeners. Another one of my joys is this right here. <clears throat> so what I'm showing to the live audience podcast literature listeners is my Yeti coffee cup, which my husband bought me. Um, so <laughs> one of the side benefits of COVID and lockdown, I don't know why we call it lockdown. What's the right word? Shelter in place. Like we're just in our little cocoon. We are still doing safety. We're still like not going into restaurants. We certainly aren't going into bars. We're not going over to friends. We're still staying cozy and close to home. And one of my joys is my freaking Nespresso machine. No, this is not a paid sponsorship, but I wish it was. I would happily be a promoter of Nespresso. My husband even wants to work at the Nespresso shop. So uh, I, I noticed in my Facebook memories that that um, it was a couple of years ago this time, like my husband tried coffee for the first time. Mind you guys, my husband is turning 57 in a couple of weeks, in like 10 days. Yeah, 10 days. 10 days from today, he's um, turning 57. So he was 55 before he ever tried coffee. I know, crazy. And it was fun because it wasn't me who was telling him to try coffee. Whenever I tell him to try something, we know that that doesn't work. In our relationship, if I want something, I just have to let it um, be his idea. And so coffee is one of these things. So then he comes home or maybe he, he likes coffee. <laughs> he likes coffee. Hi, Jody. Remember his wild birthday party two years ago? That was so fun. I can't believe that I'm saying good times. Yes, good times. We went out uh, dancing and a bunch of my girlfriends came to my husband's birthday party and we danced all night and it was a blast. So my Nespresso machine, I know this is, I'm talking about some things that are not my three critical tools yet, but I just wanted to have coffee with you guys. I just wanted to have coffee with you guys. So my Nespresso machine, my husband came home with one of those other machines the, with the pods and it just killed me throwing the pods away. I, I can't handle that much trash. Like I'm not perfect eco, but I'm trying where I can make a difference. I'm trying to make a difference. And those damn Keurig pods not. And then we went through like two or three Keurigs because it's super convenient, but it turned really watery. So uh, one day he comes home with an espresso machine. Now, you guys got to understand, my husband doesn't buy stuff. Well, at least my old husband, as in my husband, well, my younger husband. When my husband was younger, <laughs> earlier in our relationship, so we've been together 14 and a half years. We've been married 12 years, I think. I can't remember. Um, yeah, 12 years. That makes sense. And he's, I'm the one who buys stuff. I'm the stuff buyer. I'm like the impulse buyer. And a few times in life, Bill has come home with something. So he comes home with this Nespresso machine. I'm kind of excited about it because my girlfriend, Malia, shout out to Malia, who's not on social media, but Malia has converted to Nespresso and has spoken of the goodness of it to me. And I'll tell you what, every single day I tell my husband, 
every single day. I'm like, oh, I love this cup of coffee. And so then recently, um, he he bought himself his own little Yeti coffee cup. He had asked me to buy him a coffee cup. I totally failed in the coffee cup buying. I bought one that I thought I would like. And so it's so cute. He's like, I bought myself something. And I know, like I do that all the time, but Bill never does it. I bought myself something. So he comes home. Well, he bought from the evil empire, um, Amazon evil empire. He um, bought this coffee cup. And I was so jealous. I was like, you bought one for you, but you didn't buy one for me. And so um, he immediately bought me one. He asked what color. I said, I want navy blue. Jody asked a great question. Why is the pod situation different with Nespresso? Okay, let me tell you why the pod situation is different. The pods, when you have a Nespresso machine, the pods um, automatically go into this dispenser and they give you UPS return bags. So what we do is it fills up, like when you're done, when you want to switch to the next one, it automatically pops that pod. You don't ever have to touch it again. Not that it's gross, but it pops that pod into a dispenser. And when the dispenser is full, you put it in this UPS return to sender bag. And we keep that bag in a box in our pantry. And so we just empty them out. And when that bag gets full, Jody, we actually drive into Georgetown and take it to the UPS. It sends it back to Nespresso and they recycle it. And actually when we bought it, they gave us an aluminum. It's like sturdy aluminum. I think that's right. Um, they gave us a cheese cutter. Like we're like, why are we getting a cheese cutter in our Nespresso machine? And... Um, they, it said, this is an example of the things that are made with our recycled pods. Woo-hoo! So not only do you get amazing coffee, it never gets watery. It's always rich. And then it comes with a frother. We don't really need the frother. I mean, we just pour heavy whipping cream into our coffee. Um, and so every morning I have a delicious freaking latte. And it is, it is my heaven. <laughs> I know that is so corny, but one of these little joys, and I'm not one of these people like, I need coffee. I just enjoy it for the pleasure, the pleasure. Okay, so that's one of my pleasures. Um, yeah, that, that, and it's funny because my husband's, I love to see Flanny in buy stuff mode. I love to see him in consumer mode because he's really a uh, saver. And yesterday, yesterday, this was a funny one too. Thank y'all for indulging me with my like, before we get to the content, content. Um, Flanny, I, I, on the, on the, you know, we're getting packages every single day because we're bored out of our minds. So we're both buying stuff. I, I like bought new kitchen towels because our others were super dingy. Um, and so I look up and there's a box from hair.com. Hair.com. And there's all these like luxury samples on the kitchen counter. <laughs> My husband has bought something from hair.com. And what happens is Bill is, my husband is the king of um, coupons and saving and credit card points. So he has the highest, actually the last time we had our credit scores run, mine was one point higher than his. And um, 
but he has the highest credit score I've ever seen. He has zero debt and he works these credit cards and their points like crazy. So he'll be like, nope, we're putting it on my credit card. I'm getting 10 points back for gas or groceries or whatever. And he'll get these rewards. And so he is a sucker for like, if it's a discount, he'll buy it. Um, and so... <laughs> Oh my God. Hi, Jenny. The Nespresso is wonderful. Your guests will love it if you ever have guests again, again, forever normal again, whatever normal is. Anyways, he um, he had bought some Redken shampoo and conditioner because he had some kind of discount and points and coupon for buying something from hair.com. And last night I'm laying in bed watching TV and looking at my phone and he gets out of the shower and he's like, do you want to smell my new conditioner? I think I just adore that part of my husband that allows himself to indulge. That's a really good like coaching question. And my, my coach, so one of the things we're talking about today is my coach. My coach always asks, she's like, what's on your thrive list? And your thrive list is not necessarily something that you wait until you can afford it. Like, what are some of the things? And I'll tell you what's on my husband's Thrive list. Billy, I know you don't listen to these podcasts, but I just freaking love you. That's the other thing. We've been in quarantine all this time. And last night I was like, I really like this guy. I really like this guy. Now, make no mistake. A lot of times my fans and friends, I do not want to, as my coach says, I do not want to monetize my marriage. Um, marriage is not easy. Um but I do realize that I really enjoy being around my husband. We like, we like each other. We actually like each other. And so it's fun to watch him um, indulge because before I met him, he did, he couldn't indulge. He was a single dad paying child support um, with his two kids. And he, <clears throat> um, you know, he was doing everything he could to get by on a teacher salary paying child support. And so there was no indulgence. I mean, I remember when I met him, he was like, this is, if we're going to go out to eat, we have to go somewhere where kids eat free kind of thing. And so it's been fun to watch him indulge. He doesn't overindulge by any means, but it's so cute. He indulges in the same way he uses his I love yous. He's one of these people that, and he tells me he loves me all the time, but he's one of these people that says, yeah, like if you say it every day, it becomes meaningless. Right. He says that about my F words too. He's like, I love that you cuss, but I think you cuss too much. You cuss so much it's meaningless instead of dropping a really good F bomb. And so that's the way he indulges. And so our Nespresso machine, his hair products and his, we call them special soaps. And um, so special soaps are on his thrive list and in my shower and in our bathtub, he always has some special soap. I can't even tell you who they're by because he buys them and experiments with them. And he has this cologne right now, you guys, that is, um, it's not a spray cologne. It's like, um, it's in a little tin and it smells like suede. He smells like a clean cowboy. Oh my God. My husband is so sexy. I listen to his podcast all the time. Um, I listen to his podcast all the time. Maybe he should listen to mine and hear much how much I adore him. Um, yeah, so Thrive List. Yes, Thrive List. So Thrive List is these things. And I think, you know, I know for me that Thrive List, oh, his other Thrive thing is Bomba Socks. He's turned me on to Bomba Socks. And Bombas is one of these, um, they were actually on Shark Tank and they're one of these social um 
where they, like you buy a pair of socks and they give a pair of socks to homeless people. And I bought, he said he wanted Bomba socks for his, for Christmas. So I bought him some and I accidentally bought girl socks. And so he gave them to me. And now all I wear are Bomba socks when I wear socks. Uh, Maria says, I didn't know Bill had a podcast. What's the name? Okay. So this will give you, there's actually some really good episodes. The name of my husband's podcast is I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. <laughs> so please know <laughs> that he is really commiserating, but it's freaking hilarious. So it's cute. Bill and I will every single day during this little quarantine time to get out of the house, Bill and I will go for a drive. We just go drive around. We've officially turned into my parents. We're, do, we're going for a drive for fun. And um, sometimes he's like, you want to listen to my podcast? And so he listen, we listen to it through the car. And I do. I laugh my ass off. There's also, Maria, there's a couple episodes. So a, a lot of them are like, um, uh, you know, a lot of them are like his list of things like, I'm not mad, I'm irritated, et cetera, et cetera. And he does have a couple, a couple of serious episodes in there. That were so Bill and I love true crime, rescue dogs, true crime. We love this kind of stuff. And he's been listening to podcasts a lot lately. This should just be the Bill show. This whole episode should just be about Bill. Everybody loves Bill. I try to, he, he, I think he wants to be on my podcast, but he gets nervous when we start doing stuff live. So we, um, what was I saying? Bill. I'm not mad. Oh, those two episodes. So there's a couple of episodes. He listens to true crime podcasts and he's, you know, doing all that. And then meanwhile, he's going through stuff in our garage and he comes across this letter from his fraternity about they got like the fraternity brothers got this letter in the summer and it said, we need to let you know that so-and-so and so-and-so is not coming back. He's been accused of murder. And so right here in Georgetown, Austin, Texas, um, there was this murder in 1984. And my husband's friend committed that murder. He was friends with this dude. And so Bill started researching it. And so he has two episodes. I don't know what they're called, but they're these two episodes. And they're really good. I'm like, oh, my God, my husband could totally be a true crime podcaster. And so they're fascinating. And we had, I don't want to say we had fun because it's not really fun to investigate a murder. But it was so interesting. Um, we really... We researched and hit a dead end. And then he has another friend who um, is a radio broadcaster up in the Dallas area. And he has access to all kinds of private records. And so we've solved the mystery of what happened, um, including talking. Well, I say we, Bill did. Um, and his friend ended up talking to the father of the murdered kid. It's a really fascinating story. So, yes, here's what we're promoing today. We're Promoing, uh, we're promoing special soaps. If that's your thing, get some special soaps. We're promoing Bomba socks. We are prom. We're really promoing the Nespresso machine. We have the Nespresso Verturo. Love it, um, and love drinking out of our little Yeti coffee cups. They hold. They actually hold. The, you can get different size pods. We love the fourteen ounce. They'll say 
giant, whatever it's called, pod. And then we're promoing my husband's podcast. I'm not mad. I'm irritated. (laughs) So with that, take a sip of my coffee and let me pop into this content real quick. Um, we should get podcast sponsors. Well, he has his podcast set up um, to get sponsors. And it's so cute because Bill, like, y'all, y'all. <laughs> this is why I tell my clients, and Jody knows this because she's my client. She sees on the back end. Uh, Susan knows this because she's my client. Shout out to Soli's. Shout out to Soli's. So um, my husband's like, I want to start a podcast. And I had learned from my uh, friend of mine, Kevin Hoover, he did a short little video because he has like three or four podcasts and he showed us on this video how to do these podcasts with the app Anchor FM. So here's another shout out to Anchor. I think it's Anchor FM, but there's an app you can use on your phone. And so in the same way, my husband has written and published two books. He's in the middle of writing his third book right now. It's so good. Um, my husband comes in one day and says, I recorded a podcast episode and he's got his intro and he's got his outro and he just started. So you didn't ask for this business tip, but this is what is so funny to me because my husband is not in the coachy business world. He's a retired teacher with too much time on his hands. And what I love is, I don't know if it's because there's no pressure. Actually, he just, he doesn't. He does not mindset fuck himself. And so my husband's like, I want to write a book. And so he starts writing. Be like Bill. We should do an episode. Be like Bill. Write a book and just start writing. And don't worry about the end, like as in how am I going to publish it? Just start writing, right? He wants to do a podcast. So he finds the podcast app and he does it. And... um so it's really fun that he doesn't put it out there to be perfect, but it is really cute how he's like, Allison, only three people listen to my podcast today. And I'm like, well, Bill, you have to market your podcast. You have to market your podcast. And so I am really inspired by him. Um, when he wrote his books, he had a he had another friend who um, is a, a different radio announcer. So this guy is a radio announcer for the Texas Rangers. And Bill and him used to be pen pals. Like Bill wrote him a fan letter once and they ended up becoming friends. So they're good friends. We vacationed with them once. And um, so his friend was writing a book too, you know, and he's famous. And so he's writing this book and he spent like $12,000. I don't know if that's the exact number, but it was over $10,000. I want to say that it was 12, like with the artist, because there was a professional artist in it. He had all these professional tools and Bill spent like $200 and he did pay an artist and an editor to edit the book. Uh, but Bill's like, why did you spend $12,000 publishing your book? <laughs> and Bill didn't just half-ass like he wanted it to be right. He wanted there to be no typos. He, you know, he wanted everything to be right, but he let it be easy. So let it be easy, y'all. Let it be easy. Okay, let's get to this. How I get life and business support, my three critical tools. Y'all, I'm loving being a soulful CEO and coaching a soulful CEO. If you were in my membership before, and you're not in it now, it's totally different. The vibe is just different. It's three years old now. We've all grown up together and all my clients are soulful CEOs. We call them solies. And so the three things that I that really support me in my business, number one is obviously I love having a coach. I love having a coach. Do I need a coach? Nope. 
Does it absolutely maximize my being and performance? Yes. So I love having a coach. So I have a couple of coaches. Right now, I have the least amount of coaches I usually have. I have a a couple of, um, I've been coaching long enough that I have a lot of peers. And so I do some trade coaching. Um, I I don't really recommend that unless you're a really experienced coach. But I do have a couple of girlfriends, um, so very Braden and Kay Blonde, that we have regular appointments. And we, I don't even know that, that we're as formal coaching, but we have mindful conversations on a regular basis. And then I am in two different groups. So I am in a coaching membership group, except for it's not a coaching membership. I am in a networking membership group. And then I am also in a mastermind. And so having a coach and I get one-on-one coaching through my mastermind. So I'm in a high-level mastermind. That's my number two. And so number one and number two go together. I'm in a high-level mastermind. And the one that I'm in now is... I've been in deep coaching masterminds, and those were amazing. Deep coaching masterminds were wonderful. I've done deep coaching masterminds. We called them sacred sister circles, and those were wonderful for inner work. And what they were missing for me, but they weren't missing it at the time, so they were perfect at the time, but where I've moved into was really wanting to nurture and develop my business, not just achieve something, but I wanted, that's a good phrase, Allison. Allison, that's a good phrase. I wanted to nurture and develop my business, right? And so while I'm in growth phase of my business, I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall and figure, you know, figuring it out in a little bit of striving, having a lot of fun, freaking out on a regular basis. And I'm past freak out phase, y'all. Oh my God, I think (laughs) we'll see until I hit the next growth phase, right? Um, But I feel really steady. And so what has been helpful is to be in a mastermind that is primarily focused. Well, I don't, it's not primarily focused. There's other business women. So like some of the people in my mastermind, um, you know, have 80 employees in a brick and mortar and are not online. Um, Others run, membership sites that they don't even know who their clients are. Like they, they're more traditional membership sites. They're not relational based membership sites. Um, There are marketing people. There are web development people. It's a variety of business women. Um, My coach has corporate and online experience. And so like I can cry if I need to cried last week, found out, some things about family and COVID and stuff like that cried. And so we can cry and do our deep inner work, but I love having the strategic support. I love, so one of the things that came up um, without disclosing any private information, but somebody had a contract issue with a client and, and it was so nice to be able to have that support channel. We have a Voxer channel with my, my mastermind. This is with my coach. So I also lead a mastermind. But with my coach, we have this Voxer channel. And if somebody needs specific support on like, hey, this is my contract. This is what's happening with my client. And we're also, it's a true mastermind. We're also getting the minds of the 10 other people in our coaching program. And so it's like having a coach 
and 10 different business advisors, 10 brilliant business minds. So having that, when my friend Kay called and it was like, what is going on with you? Your brain is just thinking differently. And I said, she's like, what is it that your program gives you? And I was like, there's, it's not, it's not in the bullet points, but I chose to put myself in a room with other people who are solving high level business problems. So we're both and, y'all know I'm a big both and person. We do both emotional work, but it's not focused on deep coaching. And I do believe like deep coaching, but sometimes we need strategy. (laughs) And there was a girl that was in my mastermind. I had her come and teach um, my own clients. Uh, I bring in experts every single month for Soli. Um, We are bringing in Jaquette Timmons for pricing. And then I just got Heidi Taylor. She's going to be coming in in August to do some stuff on relational selling. And so I brought this woman that's, uh, she does copywriting and it's, she's not just copywriting. Like it's all together. She helps you tell your story. And she was reflecting back to me. I was like, I don't know my story. And I'd be talking and she's like, dude, you don't need to hire me. You actually have it, but you're so in it. You don't realize like, I love listic to Uh, I love to be able to speak. I love mystic and deep inner work, soul coaching, emotional body coaching. And then I love logistics. Love it. I love strategic and soulful. I love the range of that. And so that is one, number one is to have my coaching mastermind, um, those high level thinkers, Amazing. Um, well, so and my coach, right? So once a month, I get a one-on-one coaching session with my coach. And so like last week, actually, I wasn't even, um, it, I, I wasn't coaching, but I was just like, hey, this is what I really want to do for the, the end of the year. She helped me realize, y'all, this was kind of fun. When, when June hit and June was heavy, I found out that June, I looked back at my memories and June is always heavy for me. It's just part of my cycle. And she reminded me, she said, you know, Allison, if you stay on track with what you have, so I have a membership program. I have a live event that we've had to push till next year. um, And I have a mastermind. And in my membership, I do have an upgrade that some people can take. And she said, if you don't add or sell anything new, you have already written more business than you did last year at the end of the year. So I'm good to go. Like, she's like, you don't have to do anything. And I couldn't see that for myself. But then I was like, once I really recognized that, I was like, ooh, this is fun. What's possible? How much fun could I have? I said, I want to sell something. I love selling things. I love what I offer. I love selling things. I'm going to be writing some new content on Soulful CEO, and I am going to sell it to you because you're going to love it, and you're going to love paying me for it. And um, so it was fun. We we just had this interaction the other night, back and forth, Um It was just so nice to have somebody to brainstorm with. And when I'm in my emotional space, so this is one of the other things I'll tell you all the truth. I did, um, I did apply for an EIDL loan and I really, I, I took the PPP, had no problem taking the PPP. And I was like, should I take the EIDL? Now, here's the thing. I did, you guys, I did have an event that was postponed for a year. 
And I had just collected all that money. And honestly, I was terrified that everybody was going to ask for refunds. Um, so far, it hasn't happened. My clients are fully committed to coming next year. But I was like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so I'm going to take this EIDL loan that I was offered and I'm going to stash it in the bank. I haven't spent a penny of it. It's just stashed. Um, it is a small business loan. I'm a small business. I don't know if I will have economic injury or not. Um, but if I do, that will cover it. And I don't plan on spending any of it. But what it has done is made me feel more comfortable if I want to spend some money in my current business. So I told my coach, I was like, well, I have a little bit of extra money. What could I invest in my business? And she said, what if you grew your business and grew your membership without spending an extra penny? Oh my God, she just saved me money, right? Like I wasn't even thinking, I was thinking I had to spend the money. And so I love having a coach. I love having her eyes on my business when I bring my business to her. Now she doesn't get all up in my business. She doesn't chase me down. I have to have responsibility and say, hey, can I talk to you about this specific thing? So number one is coaching. Number two is being in a mastermind. Um, and I also will tell you that I am loving having a mastermind. So starting in October, we will be enrolling for the fall or not the fall, but next year's Spark and Hustle mastermind and Spark and Hustle. So not only do I love being in one, I love leading one. This is an achievement level mastermind. So in the past, when I've done women's circles, I don't have a level of business, but where I am in my business and what I want to talk about is another both and. And so every single woman in my business has at least a $100,000 business. Some of them have way more um, brick and mortar. Some of them are starting their second. They're in achievement phase and either are reinventing or massively scaling. And so what's nice about that is they, they have, many of them have hired employees. They have a lot of, um, they're making CEO level decisions in their business. They're not just bootstrapping everything. And so that's the Spark and Hustle Mastermind. Um, it's a delicious investment, very large, very large investment and a, a very small mastermind. So I love having a mastermind and I love leading one. Um, I love that I get, so in Solis, I don't necessarily get to be as deeply in with my clients because it's a large group. Uh, Solis are amazing. They're not necessarily newbies. They're actually growth and achievement members as well. They're growth, growth and achievement members. Some of these people have been in business successfully for 30 years. They, they like me, don't need a lot of hand holding. <laughs> and they don't need coaching. They just want to be immersed in it. Um, and having and being in masterminds allows me to go another layer deep in specificity, specifically with my clients, right? Like I know a little bit more, a lot more about what's going on behind the scenes um, in addition to the emotional support. The final thing, and we just did a podcast episode on this, and I am loving seeing my Solis do this. This is, this is my favorite thing about Solis right now. And I'm sorry that it took me so long to do it, but it's about getting high-level help. So one of the neat things about Solis, um, it's certainly not obligated, but there are so many different kinds of business members. So um, we recently had one of my longtime fans... Megan Winkler joined Solis. And Megan 
is a marketing expert. And all of a sudden, my soulies are all hiring Megan <laughs> to help them with their social media, their newsletters, all these things. Like my, you know, the same thing that happened to me a few years ago, my clients told me Frank Sinatra doesn't move pianos. And so I began thinking, oh, who can move my pianos so that I can show up to do my favorite thing, which is coach. I love to create content and I love to coach, but I don't like to distribute content. I don't like to think about the strategy. And so I started hiring high-level help. So last week in the podcast, I had my marketing. I, she, I, marketing is not enough. She produces my brain. She and her team produce my brain. Um, I have Elise who does the sound editing of my podcast. And then, so I had that and I got that going for about a year, well, over a year. And then recently I hired a chief operating officer. So now I have Amber. Um, Amber does not just do tasks for me. Amber thinks for me and with me. And so it's really fun to trade ideas. She's got massive business experience. She has massive experience working for some super, like she used to do stuff for some shark tank sharks. And so she has this super high level brain and she implements shit for me. She, in, in um, traction, there's an integrator. So my chief operations operator and integrator, she integrates. And she's very gracious when there's certain things that I want to integrate because I like it. <laughs> but if I don't want to do it, she's like, I'll handle it or hire somebody to handle it. What's the budget? And so um, that felt a little scary at first because it's certainly an investment. Uh, and she also, the other thing my um, COO does is she really is standing next to me, loving on my people. And so she's become a part of both my mastermind and my um Soli's membership. And so part of that is teaching. You know, my clients have always had this direct access to me. And if they need to change something on their credit card or have a question, you know, teaching them to go to Amber for all that. Um, so it's, it's very fun to have somebody in my business that supports me. Talk about Thrive List, right? It's not just coffee. Having my support team, having my high level help has helped me thrive. And I've had to adjust to receiving the help. Had to adjust to receiving the help. Um, here's an interesting example, though, just recently. So I had turned over my inbox. Uh, my inbox is not really a problem for me. I've trained my customers how to communicate with me. My customers, cu customers are not needy. And when they reach out for something, it's usually an easy fix or solution and so my inbox really is full of promotions that I've signed up for. I get a lot of cold pitches that honestly I completely ignore. And so we had experiment, we experimented passing off the inbox and she got it all set it up. It's so organized. Like here's the things that need immediate action. Here's the things you can procrastinate on. She sorts it all. It's like really pretty now. And I realized the other day after talking to Stacy, I was like, I'm paying her to be in my inbox and she has a brain that doesn't need to be in my inbox now. And I was like, I'm still in my inbox. I still look at it. I still want to see it. I want to see what gift certificate Ulta. I want to see if Ulta is having a promotion, right? And so I've trained my people that I just don't really do email for communication. 
And so my people generally communicate with me in super secret ways that I'm not going to share on the podcast because I don't want, want the general public doing. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'd rather use that time to have you do something that profits Y'all think about that. I know I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this. We talked about it on the podcast last week, but as you're getting high level help, <clears throat> excuse me, let me clear my throat and have another sip of my Nespresso. Jody, I would look forward to helping you think about what that looks like for you in real estate. So I would rather do my own inbox. You know, there was like this ego thing. Oh, yeah, somebody else is in my inbox. And it depends on what your inbox looks like. I'm just not getting frivolous stuff. I'm getting my ads and stuff I need. And so, but I'm not getting, like, I'm not having to do customer service all up in my inbox. And if I am, I just forward it. I forward it to Amber and have her take care of it. Or she still monitors the hello at Allison Crow email, right? So if she gets these other pitches and stuff, she knows how to take care of that. So I was like, I would rather take the time that you're spending on the inbox and have you help me do two things. So the two most profitable things in my business are number one most profitable thing in my business is retaining the clients I have. So shout out to Jody, Beth, Marcia, Johanna. Look at all of you guys here, Susan. And by the way, if you're on my personal profile for this, I can't see your comments. You have to come over to the business page. StreamYard will not take comments to the back end of this. So I'll have to go back and shout out you, not on camera and audio. Um, So the number one thing I can do is retain my clients. Now, here's what's amazing about Soulful Success. I see all my clients here. Um, I know I'm all over the place. So I see Marcia. Marcia does energy work. Um, she actually helps. So I see Jody. I'm going to out y'all, but I, th- I know y'all enough to know. So Jody is a realtor and Marcia and Jody work together. Uh, Marcia clears the houses and, and reads the energy of the houses. I know that sounds crazy, but that shit works. And so I, my clients are not just... It's not this, like you can only work with Allison. One of the things I love about my program, it is that is low fee enough, high value, and they cross pollinate. So like when Megan came in, because my coaching is affordable, it leaves space in your budget to hire high level help. And a lot of times the high level help is already in the room, right? And so you're able to maximize your budget instead of spend it all in one area. I love my coaching program also being a place to network and for people to get clients. I love seeing my, I call it cross-pollination, I gorgeous brigade, right? And so it's so fun. Like we have hypnotists in there. We have coaches in there. We have healers in there. We have hardcore strategists in there. We have Beth and Corvati has been a coach for years. She's a high level executive coach. She has got so much. She knows how to help people produce and shine and stand up. She's she she gives these amazing daily tips to her clients, like logistic stuff, but she also knows how to hold the heart. All these people are in this room. And so I noticed that as I've gotten high level support, my clients are moving towards that too. And it's really fun to watch my clients begin to show up in their own life and business differently because they have a coach 
because they have each other and because they're get, they're learning how to get high-level support. And by the way, learning how to get high-level support is a learned skill, right? I have a, I have a VA that builds, um, Shannon is a longtime client. Shannon Peebles uh, is a VA and she also, she doesn't do any copywriting, but she does everything else. She helps my clients build their Kajabis. She helps my clients move their old sites over to Kajabi. Um, she will learn any tool that you need to. She is so much more than I am telling you right here. But what's fun is Shannon has hired a marketing person and all of a sudden I'm seeing Shannon online. I'm seeing her online presence. I'm seeing her messaging. I'm seeing her branding and Shannon is knocking it out of the park. She's like, I got a new client. I got a new client. I got a new client. I'm taking six months in advance. Right. And so it's really fun to see my clients grow out of the bootstrap phase. Who else wants to be out of the bootstrap phase? Who wants to move from growth to achievement? I mean, we're always growing, but there's something different where you're just in there and running your business. It's what you do. No more freakouts, right? And so in the past, I've had a coach, but I didn't have high-level support and I, or I didn't have a mastermind. Or I've had a mastermind, but I didn't have a specific coach, and I certainly didn't have high-level support. So that's why I say all three of these are critical. And you know what it leaves room left over? It leaves room left over for me to enjoy the coffee. Enjoy my lover. Enjoy my husband. So I think it's funny that we started out talking about all these different thrives. What is nice about not freaking out in my business, part of that is also my inner work journey, right? So I probably could do a whole nother podcast on my three favorite inner work tools. Let me tell you what they are right now. Breathe, y'all. Three inner work tools. This is your bonus content. So we had, we're going to sandwich this whole episode. The beginning, we had coffee chat and my endorsements. We had my three critical tools for life and biz. And now I'm going to just wrap it up real quickly with my three inner work things. So number one, breathe. A breathe and I'm not just talking breathe because of course we're all breathing. Otherwise we would be dead. But I am talking conscious breathing practice. Conscious breathing practice connects my masculine and my inner uh, feminine energy. Conscious breathing practice chills my inflamed nervous system out. Conscious breathing gets oxygen to my body so that I can think and be. Uh, my clients know that I always start with uh, you know a minute or so of just con- I call it connecting our breaths, not connecting our breasts. Connecting our breaths. Um, so breathing practice. Um, number two, my inner work is naps. Actually, I have three or four. Number three, walking every single day. Walking, 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 walking. That's one of the things I actually want to do more of. Walking, 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 walking. Walking is a meditation. Walking moves my body. Walking breathes. So a lot of times my breathing, my walking, and then this other one is I make sure good shit is in my ears. I am listening to, so in the mornings right now, I am listening to Everything is Here to Help You by Matt Kahn. Um, sometimes I like to listen to podcasts in the afternoon. I don't like to, I like to listen to something more spiritual in the morning. Get my mindset, right? And so the other inner work thing is what is going in my ears because I do have a lot of Facebook. I do have a lot of news 
I do have a lot of Twitter feed in my world. And so I am committed to having two times the amount of time I spend on Facebook and on news and on Twitter, two times that good shit in my ears. So with that, you guys, it's perfect timing. My lover is calling. He's in the garage. We've got to clean our groceries because that's what we do. We clean our groceries. Um, We clean our groceries. And he's here and I need to go help him. So thank you so much. Hey, get on, go to, go to coach with Allison, coach with Allison.com and get on the wait list for Soli's. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen is I am going to have a pop-up. I'm going to have a pop-up door opening this summer. I don't know when. And you're going to want to get in ASAP because you're going to want to get in to especially every single... We're starting this back up every single month. I'm going to bring in an outside expert. So not only you're getting me and all the other people, I'm going to bring in some of my favorite business people. Um, then we are going to... In the fall, I'm going to have a big campaign to open Soli's. And it is the last time it's going to be at this price because when I open it in January, it's going to be more expensive. We're raising the price. So you need to get in now. You get in now. You lock that shit down. The other thing is if once you're in Soli's, if you actually want the next level, you can be in what we call a Soli pod. <laughs> I know, brilliant name, but you can upgrade to a Soli pod and you get your own little mini mastermind and a private session with you and your three to four other mastermind members once a month. Those are limited because I don't have that much time in my calendar that I want to give away. Um, and then also, if you want to start saving or thinking or planning or budgeting for the high achievement mastermind, heck, send me a message. If you're interested in any of those, send me a message so that I have you on my radar and can um, let you know details. You'll be on the first and other details. Um, love and appreciate you guys both here live and you podcast listeners. I really just want to say thank you. Peace out. Talk to you next week. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.